Hello, and welcome back to the Spoiler Cast, the show where we talk about movies and we don't care about spoiling them. Especially not today, since we're talking about an old movie. Yes. Um, yeah, but before that, I know this might actually ruin our retention, but I just want to mention, um, you could, if you like the show, you should check us out on patreon.com slash scene, where you will get additional episodes every week. And there's also exclusive videos, there's commentary tracks, you can, you can actually request movies that we talk about in the show, all that for just $3 a month, or more if you want to, of course, but $3 is the best here. So check that out, patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Now, let's get on with the episode. My name is Tobias, and with me as always is my sister and trusted co-host, Rebecca. Hello. Hello. And, and I, I guess- had to double check. Do you know how old this movie is? It's it's 40, 50, 55 years this year? 44. 44, sorry. It's 44 years old. I, for some reason, was like, oh, maybe it's like, I don't know, 30. Wait, it came it's out in 79. Nine. Damn it, I thought it was 78. Because then it would have been the, yeah, not 50, but 45th celebration. Yeah, because yeah. I was wondering why uh, Film Staden, the Swedish um, uh, theater. Cinema chain? Cinema chain. Uh, had a special viewing yeah. on Alien Day, which well, apparently we, was the 26th. <laughs> I guess Alien Day is every year. Yeah, sure. And, and now we just now we just shot our wand. But yeah, we're talking about Alien, the original, the classic, the masterpiece. Of course. Yes. I mean, you saw that in the title already, so. Yeah, of course, of course. But I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah. It's uh. It's uh. It's it's one of it's one of the like uh, forefathers of modern horror, together with uh. You know, The Exorcist and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. All those those mo- those movies that revolutionized horror in the seventies. Yes. Um. And for my money, this is well. I was gonna say this is one of the better ones, but all the ones I just mentioned are <laughs> one of the better ones. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, Alien is, Alien is sacred to me. I, I've talked about it before on... I don't know if we talked about it on this podcast, but I've talked about it on my channel, my YouTube channel, where you can listen to this podcast, um, a bunch of times before. And it's usually it's usually a um, uh, an example I use for, like, how you do good horror and, not, uh, you know, how you do good storytelling, especially uh, horror storytelling. The whole thing with, like, you know... The less you show the monster, the better, and you know, yes, everything wrapped yes. in the mystery and everything, all that. Um, but yeah, this is the first time where we, I mean, in a while that we're going to talk about a classic, right? Yeah, I think so. But well, I mean, I mean honestly, unless you count Hausu as a as a classic, but I don't think we do. It's more of a cult <laughs> classic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it felt fitting because we were going to do Bo is Afraid. But then we both then we found out it's three fucking hours long, and I was like, I'm not sitting in a theater for three hours. I'm done with those kind of movies. I'll watch it when it comes out at home. Yeah. Sorry, Ari, but uh, you should it's probably shorten your fantastic. Movies. I'm sure Jesus it's good. Christ. I've heard both though. I've heard some oh. people saying it's amazing. Some people really hate it actually. But I'm guessing those okay. are just philistines, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, we will definitely find out when we do watch it, and we will 99% sure that we will make an episode on it. Of course, of course, because right. I want to see it. I just didn't yes. want to walk in unprepared for a three-hour movie. So I was like, no, no, do something else. <laughs> and <laughs> yes. luckily, Alien Day came around. Yeah. Yeah, so we did Alien. Um. So we have both seen it before. 
Yes. I have definitely seen it more though than you have. Definitely. <laughs> do you remember the do you remember the first time you saw it? No. I was probably too young to watch it, to be honest, <laughs> me, so me I don't too. remember. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Um, do you remember the last time you saw it? Well, this week. <laughs> oh, okay, Today, sure. technically. But, yeah. but before technically. that... Yeah, before that. <laughs> oh, um... I had, like, a year ago, I started watching all of the Alien movies, but I think I watched them in, like, chronological order, so I didn't get to this one Ooh. for some reason. Oh, so you, like... I started with, like, the Prometheus and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. I was going to say, oh, if we want to really go uh, chronologically, we should start with Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> I might have. I don't remember. Okay. Because that is, I mean, I don't know if you want to count that as canon, but it is the one that takes place the earliest. First. Yeah. Yeah. Because it actually takes place in like 2004 but or whatever. Before, I think it's, I think it's been, it's probably been closer to 10 years since I saw it last. Yeah. I saw it. It's, yeah, it's been a while for me as well. I definitely saw it. In like 2020, I think, uh, because of course, uh, 20th Century Fox is owned by Disney, so they so on Disney Plus they have all the Alien movies and they have them yes. all in 4K. And I bought my first four. Well, I bought my 4K TV. I still have the TV. Um, so this is my first <laughs> 4K. Uh, my my 4K TV in yeah January 2020. Um, and uh, yeah, I wanted to see Alien, of course, in 4K. It was amazing, of course. Yeah, uh, but I haven't watched it since then, and before that, it'd probably been a few years. Yeah, because it's not—it's not something you go back to all the time. It's not—it's not like a like a hangout movie. It's something you no. watch, uh, yeah, for specific reasons. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I gotta say, like I said, this was the first time in a while, uh, well, in two, two, over two years, and uh, I mean, yeah, I I remember every basically every second of it. But it still <laughs> manages to manage to make me go like, oh, gee, like make me react, especially the chest burster scene. I'd forgotten how visceral that scene is. Yeah. Uh, but that's skipping ahead. Let's let's go back to how we usually do this. What did you think of Alien? Watching it again now, yeah, yeah. I still love it as much. It's still it's a, it's a. It's a. I was about to say run of the mill, but it's not really a run of the mill. It's it's a it's a regular horror film, though. Yes. It's not it's not extravagant or special, except for the fact that they have a giant ass alien running around. Mm-hmm. It's and it's not weird that they're on a spaceship. It works. I just it's it's simple in a way, but I love it. But it's def, it's different still because no one else has an alien on a spaceship like that. Well, well back well. then, I mean, when I was a kid and saw it the first time. Actually, I don't see that many movies like that today either. Uh, well, I mean, they're maybe not aliens on a spaceship, but there was definitely a lot of like alien movies. You just put sure. a guy in a rubber suit and run around the forest. Yeah. Um, but, but not that, like that, on the spaceship and contained like that. No, sure. That was that was actually like the 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 core idea for Alien was to make a uh, uh, you know a a a, a B tier Roger Corman cheapo horror movie. But actually, make it good. That was like the idea they had. Um, that's why they hired uh, shit. What's his name? Uh, the writer, Dan O'Bannon. Yes, Dan O'Bannon to write it because he's like a he's like a uh, he's like a sleazy guy who who oh. who's written a bunch of those kind of movies. He um, well, some movies. I know he he wrote and directed Return of the Living Dead, and when yeah. he was um, which was later after after Alien, um, when he 
he invited someone, some, I think an actress or invited, or they were doing like a casting thing or something in his house. And she walked into his house and there was like, uh, like punk rock blasting over the, the speakers. He had like, uh, like porno movies running on his TV <laughs> and there was like okay. guns everywhere. He's like a super weird fuck? guy. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's written some really cool movies. So, you know. <laughs> Alien was like his third movie. Well, no, second technically. That he wrote. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's Dark Star before that. Yeah. And a short called Bloodbath. And Dark Star is, of course, uh, you know the 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 blueprint for Alien. Of course. Um. That was actually first a. Uh, a, uh, a a student film directed by John Carpenter of the Thing yeah. fame and Halloween fame, and then they then they made it into a feature film, like showed around on uh, on festivals. But yeah, that that was like the the style they were going for. It's also why they they hired Dan O'Bannon to write to write Alien. Like they they wanted they wanted to do something like dirty, like in but in space. The truckers in space was also like it's a big thing people talk about when they talk about aliens. Or alien, sorry, not aliens. Ugh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we're not going to discuss aliens in this episode, but we'll get to that. Ooh, yeah. Yes. Anyway, because um, that's something I discovered um, rewatching this time as well. Which you know, I knew the whole thing, truckers in space, and everything's supposed to look lived in, which they say was actually inspired by Star Wars. The first Star Wars came out a couple of years earlier. Right. Where every, everything was like rusty and like. You know, they call uh, Millennium Falcon a piece of junk. Yeah. And and sci-fi before that had looked kind of, you know, pristine. Everything was new and shiny. Shiny. Star Trek, yeah. <laughs> um, so that's also an inspiration for this movie. The style of the movie was uh, Star Wars. Which I really appreciate because shiny spaceships are so boring. I mean, I like that style as well. But yeah, sure, this, but this feels a lot more overused. realistic. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I hadn't thought of it before, which is weird, but... Um, watching this time, I realized like they never like make a big thing of the fact that they're like in space. There's not this oh, the wonders of the universe and ah Nana. the doodads and gizmos and things. No, it's like a regular movie. This could have just been like a a, a freighter ship in yeah. the ocean, and there was a sea monster instead of an alien. Yeah, the the fact that it is in space. Has very little to do with the actual story, other than the the, mon- the monster is yeah otherworldly alien <laughs> alien yeah exactly. Um, and they can and they a- can decide to try and shoot it out the airlock. That's yeah, right. of course, of course. I mean, they still use the space setting, but I mean, it's it's not it's it's horror first, sci fi second, yes. which I never thought of before. But just watching the, all the minutia of like the the first. I don't know, twenty minutes of the movie before they like, before they walk into the 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 donut ship. Um, it's all like you know. <laughs> Wait, the, donut ship? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. It's it's referred to as a donut ship, even though it's not a complete circle. So. No, it's would, got a bite like taken a, out of it. Yeah, I mean, and that's a design. I, I, I would call it like a horseshoe ship, rather. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Uh, either way. <laughs> um, there's so much time spent like showing the characters how they're waking up. You know, they're. 
they're all, everyone's like sweaty they're smoking and drinking coffee and then like they're sitting down at their consoles and they're like looking at the map and it's all very like workmanlike yes because you know that's what they do they tow this they is tow their job hundreds <laughs> and thousands of tons of mineral through space they're truckers space truckers yeah so and they really establishing establishing um the uh the mood of the movie yeah um as 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 to really like ground it in in reality even though it takes place way in the future and like way out in the into space and yeah. it has some really you know, like co- cosmic horror uh, elements almost with the, with the big ship that's like thousands of years old even though now after prometheus we know it's not thousands. well i mean it could still be old but it didn't crash there thousands of years ago it crashed there like a hundred years ago, if even that. If even that, yeah. Yeah, Prometheus ruined a lot of things. Even though, yes, some of it is interesting, it mainly just ruined a lot of what makes Alien creepy and scary. But we'll yeah, we'll get to that we'll in get another to episode that, as well. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna do aliens. Um, we're gonna do uh, all the aliens eventually. Yeah, eventually. Yeah, probably during this year sometime. Um, but back to Alien. Um, that. That uh, where was I? I don't even know. I'm not sure. We were talking about how this was a different kind of horror film and different kind of space film from from yeah from the era, no, yeah. I suppose mostly. Yeah, like it it um it it fits in with the horror of the time. Like it's 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 dirty and it's gritty and yes. it's it's it, it's kind of it's kind of grounded in reality, so to speak. It's sort realistic, like ones- I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Like like I mentioned, Exorcist, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Jaws. Yeah. Even though that guess that's more of a thriller, maybe not a horror movie. Sure. Um, but they but they use a sci-fi setting. Um, like but like I said, it's horror first, sci-fi second, and that's yes. that's very very interesting. The second thing um, that makes it very very interesting is the choice of director because this was, um, e- even though he was like like forty years old when he made this. This was um, uh, Ridley Scott's like second movie, I think. Before that, he had only done uh, like a- advertisement. Um, he had done like some big trailers for like Apple and stuff. He made one of their their most like famous famous uh, uh, ads for the Apple computer, something something. Yeah, and he did some TV show episodes. Yeah. and some shorts and just this video. Um, but I don't as know what that is. as director, this is his first like proper director thing. Yeah, he made the Duelists before this. That was it. Uh, which is oh yeah, which is which is also for, I haven't seen it, but I've heard like it's 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 very like his style because it's a movie about two guys who are, who prepare for a duel basically, and then the end is the duel. But it's all very like realistic. It's like realistic sword fighting because he, if you look at the movies he's made, he likes. Not all of them, but many of them are like they're like heavy on on um, style and heavy on like um, how do you call it? Like he he wants to make it feel real. Um, he's not so much focused on the story as he is on making it a world that feels real, like like Blade Runner. Yeah, I I I famously infamously I don't know hate that movie because I think it's <laughs> terrible, but you can't deny that it looks amazing. Exactly, um, and that he has really created a world that feels lived in and feels real. Um, yeah. Same thing here with Alien. There's so much 
detail in everything. Like just a scene where Dallas, the captain, played by Tom Skerritt, um, he has to walk into the mother room that only the captain can go into. Well, I mean, if it's for captain size only, where he gets like the messages from the company. Yeah. And There's this long sequence, of, like just showing how he opens up the thing, puts the key card in to open up the other thing, to put in the code to actually get in. Because yeah. it's for the captain's eyes only. Stuff like that, or the fact that they, they spend a lot of time um, b- before they leave the planet again um, on trying to fix the ship. Like, making everything feel lived in, feel real. Um, the With- story doesn't really kick off. Um, I mean, you could argue that it kicks off when it when the, the facehugger attaches itself to Kane. But, I mean, the proper story doesn't start until he uh, has the chest burster come out of him. Yeah. That's when the alien actually fact shows up the first time. And that's when they, they start, like, being scared. Before that, they're just yeah worried that something's going to happen to Kane, But they're not worried for their own lives. Exactly. I mean, it takes a while, and all that is set up. It's, and after it's, that, it's, uh... it's really just, like, classic, you know, a monster chasing them. But it's done slowly and meticulously. It's world building in the best way. Yeah, they're showing us that there is a big world and this is normal day life in it, but they're not like over explaining it. They're not showing us um, life back on Earth or like. Yeah, no, they focus on yeah actual the working world day. <laughs> for the characters that we that are important to the story. Exactly. Yeah. Um and all that all that works to really suck you into it so that when the alien bursts out of of John Hurt's chest you're like you're completely in it yes and uh, you know and everything is then heightened like your senses are heightened because you're so immersed in the movie and like I said I hadn't seen this a few years I I was taken aback when the <laughs> the, the chest bursted so to speak or burst I suppose yeah um. So and, and that's where Ridley Scott shines as a director when it comes to details like that. Um, not so much when it comes to like he needs a good script. If it doesn't have if it doesn't have a good script, his movie is gonna suck. Like I said, yeah. Blade Runner. <laughs> um, or a fucking- lot of it is also though um, the environment that that not only he creates but the the stage that's set, like the literal um, space they're in. The walls yeah. and the the art and the costumes. Yes, uh, yeah. That, I mean, that's yeah. It's not the attention to detail uh, in camera. It's also attention to detail behind the scenes. Yeah, making sure that everything. Yeah, like we said, feels lived in. I mean, uh, I'm I might be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure like almost all of the spaceship sets were connected, so you could actually walk from one part to another. Maybe it didn't make complete geometrical ge- 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 geographical sense, but they were all connected, so you never had to leave the set. They could actually walk through the ship, basically. They built big parts of the ship instead of just having rooms on sets. That's another like thing that just adds to the, to the reality of it. Yeah. So many things like that. Um, but then the most important thing is that we almost never see the monster. Yes. Which is, of course, you know, from the beginning is a, a, a budgetary thing, like, or that, you know, a, 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 a mechanical thing, like the, yeah, we, we didn't have enough money to, like, um, make make the effects great, or, you know, the suit really doesn't work. Um, like, uh, so you do everything you can to obscure the... Um, 
what do you call it? The, the flaws in it. Yeah. But then accidentally, like, creating this air of mystery around the monster. I mean, we never, I don't think we ever see the full monster except for the very end when it flies out of the airlock. That, yeah, that might be true, actually. Yeah. I mean, and, we see a lot of it at certain points. Yes, yes. But not but we never full see the whole until thing it's outside, around. no. Yeah. And which which scene is the most ridiculous? It's the last time we see the whole thing, because yeah. it looks ridiculous. It looks silly. It looks small, somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. It looks and, like a human flown out into space. <laughs> yeah. With a large-ass helmet on. And there is one scene before that, which is also in the escape pod, when it when it crawls out of the pipes where, where it was hiding, you can actually see the guy, Bulaji Badejo, I think his name was. Um, he's like struggling to get up. So you just, you know, you're just watching a person uh, get up from, you know, a kneeling, a prone position to standing position. And he's using his hands to like help himself to get up. Yeah. And you're just, that, that, that's a guy in a suit. Mm-hmm. And it takes you completely out of it. But that's, that's the only time, every other time, it's just, you just see enough to make it scary. You see the mouth opening, or you see that, 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 that dome, the dome head thing. <laughs> the giant or, forehead. <laughs> yeah, or you just see the, you see the whole thing, like, out of focus behind, uh, behind Brett, the first the guy, you know, yeah. who, who gets murdered, or eaten, or whatever they do with it. Um, Absorb? It is, I don't know. Yeah, it is so, it's so effectively shot every time. Except for that thing, though. But but other than that, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what makes it so good. And the fact that we don't know anything about it. I mean, even when they do like, oh, they dissect the face hugger and oh, it's made out of this and this and this. Yeah, but, but we don't really know anything. Like, wh- like, how big can it get? Why does it? Why does it kill people? Does it actually kill them, or does does it save them? Does it eat them, or just kill them? We have no idea. They just disappear, and all that's left is blood. Not even that sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Like when um uh shit, what's his name? Um uh um Jaffa Koto, what's his character's name? Parker? No. Yeah, yeah, isn't it? I have the trivia up. Sorry. Oh whatever, Jaffa Koto. Um when um when Yeah, the, that's Parker, when, sorry, yeah. Parker, yeah. When the when the when the when the alien eats or does something to to Dallas in the uh, in the ventilation system, and they just the, after the surprise shot, which is also kind of funny. You know, <laughs> yes, when the alien opens like, "Hello, here I am," um, and they just hard cut to to uh, uh, Parker slamming down the the flamethrower on the on the on the table. And it's like that's all that was left. No yeah. blood, nothing. You're like, what, no what happened? You know, yeah. It makes it so goddamn scary because because you don't know what you're up against. And at the same time, we have we have this few moments of seeing this giant monster, but it's making its way through the air ducts, which we can yeah. see with Dallas in it isn't that big. Exactly. It's weird. So yeah, you fear what you don't know. Like that's exactly. that's that's like primordial human instinct. That that you that's that's a fight or flight thing that we've had yeah. since we were like you know Cro-Magnons, like <laughs> yes, <laughs> we it's a survival instinct. You run away from things you're not you're not sure of because they might kill you, 
And that's that's the instinct. That's the 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 core emotion in Alien. I mean, that's why it's called Alien. It's something unknown. The the title has several have several meanings. Yeah. It's it's a literal <laughs> alien, but it's also something foreign, something alien. It was apparently supposed to be called Star Beast. <laughs> <sighs> Which yeah. wouldn't have worked, but then they saw like we say alien so much in the script. Let's just call it alien. Yeah, and it's such a good title. Such a good um, title for that reason. <sighs> it's it's great. <laughs> yeah, there really there are really no flaws with it. I mean, except for a few effects shots. Sure. Like we mentioned, the 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 big the, or the the alien doll or whatever it is in the end <laughs> that gets shot out of the uh, the, the the shuttlecraft, um, and then there is the one effect shot where um, after after Ash goes crazy when they find out that Ash is a goddamn robot. Yeah, he's an android. Um, which also, well, we'll get I to had that completely forgotten that, by the way. He, Oh, so that must have been a fun... <laughs> I mean, I realized it as soon as he started, like, sweating what looked like milk. Yeah. I was like, oh, right, he's a fucking android. Yeah. Um, but there's a scene where, because they, 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 like, they hit him in the head, so his head falls off. Oh, yeah. I think it's Parker that beats him, yeah. And then they're setting down the the head on the, uh, on the, the table, table, and it won't really sit up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's a rubber head. And then there is a cut to when it's actually Ian Holmes' head sticking up through the table, of course. Yeah, and you just see Sigourney Weaver like correcting the the latex around his neck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's it's funny because if you listen to the commentary track, um, I think there's only one commentary track, so it's on the DVD and the Blu-ray and everything. Um, Ridley Scott specifically points that out because it's like a hard cut from rubber head, no, like nothing, like. Uh, d- um, uh, uh, obfuscating the shot or anything—it's just plainly like here's the rubber head, boop, cut to Ian Holmes' head. Yeah, no transition or anything. No, and he he he's like specifically points that out in the commentary track. As he's very proud of that effect shot, and I'm like, no, it's terrible. I mean, there is this whole—you have Sigourney Weaver's like hip sort of slightly uh in the way of the head, so it looks yeah, like but you still even see when it, they, like. Boop, yeah, even change. when it's straight cuts, you that's when her hip kind of appears and then she moves out of the way and it's a real head. It's not the fake head. It's weird. Yeah. But I understand that it... I mean, I don't think they could have done it much better. And I can yeah, sort of no, they, see how that that is a proud moment for something made in 1979. <laughs> no, because you, you can just... They already have inserts of both Jaffet Koto and Sigourney Weaver, like, their faces as they're fixing his head. So just have her oh, fix yeah, the fine. rubber head... Then cut to her face like, there we go. Cut back and it's in Holmes' head. I guess. He I mean, I be, thought it was weird when they... He wanted to be seamless, but it's it's not. It's, no, it's, it's a, not. It's a hard cut. <laughs> I did think it was weird when she she has to like... She sets the head up and it falls over and she does it again. I thought they would cut that out. Why would they let her do it a second time? Yeah. And well, then cut. It looked like we failed so many times. Fuck it, we'll just cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> and they forgot I, to cut one of them out. Yeah, I, I think that actually, though, I, I think that's a conscious choice by the director uh, to kind of have, like, uh, yeah, flaws and inconsistencies like that. There's early on, um, I don't remember, it's, yeah, it's when they're talking, I think they've just landed on the planet, and uh, Ash is looking at, or I guess it's Moon, whatever, doesn't matter, um, he's looking at the composition of the uh, the atmosphere, yeah. He's like, oh, it's almost primordial, blah, 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 and starts talking about what it, what it's made of. And 
if it's Brett or 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 um, what's uh, the other girl's name? I don't even remember the actress's name. I'm so bad. What's her name? No, uh, Lambert. Veronica Cartwright. Lambert. Yeah. Lambert. Yeah. Someone says something like a little a little comment. You barely hear it, and Tom scared goes like yeah and looks back. I don't think that's in the script. It's just it just feels because it's so it's such a natural uh, dialogue exchange that you never you never see that in a in a script. There are also moments uh, early in the movie after they've landed on the planet. I think when yeah. the dialogue and the the visual does not match up at all. They're saying something. You can say that you can see that they're talking, but it doesn't yeah. match with what they're actually saying. What the sound is. Because even oh, at one f- point when it looks like, um, I think it's uh, Brett, the character Brett, who's like saying something, but you hear Ripley's voice or something. Oh, it's really? it's it's very off at one point. It's when them the three of them are in the tunnels just with all the yeah with all the steam. steam and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, here I'm gonna start complaining about the movie, uh, but not specifically movie. The it's been so long since I saw it on Blu-ray. But at least yeah, the Disney the Disney 4K streaming version. Yeah, because that's have, the one I saw, obviously. Yeah, and I I think that might be on the if you buy the physical media streaming version or 4K version as well. They have edited the sound in that scene oh. so that you can hear the dialogue better over the steam. Because oh. the first time I saw it, um, I saw it on VHS. Once again, yeah, I was way too young. I talk about this in my <laughs> video about it. I think I was like eight, and for some reason. I was shopping with our mom, grocery shopping, Ike Maxi, you know? Yeah. Um, and, you know, they had the... the, the big-ass supermarket. Yeah, big-ass supermarket. Um, and you had the, the media section where they had, you know, two, 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 two VHSs for six bucks or whatever. Or yeah. One, no, no, two for, two for 99, one for, two for nine, one for six, whatever. Yeah, something like um, that. Yeah, and I saw Alien. I had no idea what Alien was. I I wasn't really watching movies at this point in my life. That happened and it was when I was the like ten. Cover 11. with the egg, right? The green crack. Yes, but it's yes. like a it's like a close up of it. So it's yeah. not the cool poster. It's just like half the egg is the is the poster. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Oh, you probably seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's probably I, how I saw it the first time as well on the VHS. Yeah, I wish I had that tape still. Maybe it's at our parents' house. Might I don't be know, at our parents' house. <laughs> um. On that VHS, uh, that's probably the closest you would get to uh, to the actual like theatrical release of it because it is one of those where they have poked and prodded at it over the years. Like, yeah, remove some, you know, remove some grain, fix the audio, blah blah blah. But not as yes. big as like Star Wars, but no. still. Um, but in that scene when she's talking to Brett and uh, Parker, you can barely hear them, and that's why they're screaming in that scene because the st- the steam is just. <laughs> Yeah, but super the, that's loud. the point, though. Yes, that's the point. That's why they're screaming. Exactly. Um, here in the 4K version, the streaming version, um, they have they have uh, they have isolated the voices and like removed almost all of the steam sound. Yeah. So they're screaming, even though the environment is pretty quiet, which is weird. However, you have the whole what what, but it doesn't make sense because you can clearly hear what they're saying. <laughs> yes, and that's kind of funny because a little bit of that original audio is still in there. When she says, "Why don't you just fuck off?" and then walks off the, or starts walking away. If yeah. you need me, I'll be on the bridge. And they go like, uh, 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 "Ripley, what are you doing?" Uh, then you can hear the original audio because their voices are all suddenly much lower in the mix. Yes. And then they turn off the steam, and he goes like, son of a bitch. And Brett says, what? And then he turns on again, 
Then the steam is super loud for just yeah. half a second before they cut. That's how loud the steam is supposed to be. Which, once again, adds that realistic feeling. They actually have to scream over the steam. Yeah. But then they ruined it. Yeah. And that's why they're... I think it's that scene you were talking about, right? Yes, it's that yes. scene. That's why the uh, dialogue doesn't seem to match up because they've been in there mixing and yeah, it sounds off. I know. Yeah. Tiny and tangent on Disney and their Disney Plus movies. They've changed so many details and so many things. <laughs> they've even like redrawn um cartoons to like really? change there's in 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 uh I think it's in Lilo Stitch. They've changed it from like a washing machine to a cabinet with a pizza box when Lilo hides from her sister. Wow. So weird. Okay. Well, I've only seen that on Disney Plus. I wouldn't have noticed that. For no, our, I, for I, our I, podcast. Yeah. Check yeah. out our Lilo and Stitch episode. <laughs> there are other things, but that's one of the ones that it keeps coming up on the internet as well. That people are oh, okay. mad about it. So it's like a it's like a it's like a Mandela effect, but it's actually real. Both exist. Yes, because we have <laughs> both of them. <laughs> oh shit. Oh no. Okay. Like, why are they fucking with it? Why, like in Alien, why did they fuck with the sound? Just leave it at it as is. I think they've even turned up the brightness in certain scenes, because you can see way more of the Alien than you should. That as might far as I remember be, it. Yeah, that might just be because you know the movie was supposed to be shown on a on a gritty thirty five millimeter uh, 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 screen or thirty five millimeter print on a big screen. Um and yeah, everyone talked. You know, yeah, technically, thirty-five millimeter has eight K resolution, yeah, but yeah, you can yeah, never yeah. get that kind of resolution in the seventies when it was shown. No, and even recent home video, yeah, it's released on video cassette, which is like sub four sixty <laughs> pixels if you want to count it digitally. <laughs> so like that—that's something you can notice um, when they remaster old stuff. We talked about that recently with the uh, the Arrow video release of Hellraiser, where you can like see the. The the cogs and wheels in the oh, the yes. monster we mentioned yeah. it yeah in some episode uh, uh, a few weeks ago, um like it was obscured because like ah eh, we can overlight it now because it won't show up on video or when we show it in the cinemas, but now with HDR and and 4K yeah you can see some of the seams. Not all movies are supposed to be experienced that way and no yeah this one is a little bit. But then they couldn't I, have they have done the like the reversed reversed couldn't they've darkened the scene? They could have. And if you actually care, if 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 um if you're if you're not just trying to like oh we're just we're just re- redoing it for four K, but actually taking care to remaster it, then you, you will would. actually take care <laughs> to like make the experience like yes we have it you know crispier and everything, but it's also still the same experience as when you yeah. first saw it. A good example of that is David Lynch's uh, Inland Empire, which was shot on it was like shot in the early two thousands, and he shot on really. Ch- cheap, shitty digital video because he, he he was so enamored with it. He was like, wait, you can shoot movies on video? You mean <laughs> I don't have to pay like hundreds of thousands of dollars for film stock? I could just f- film for hours because it costs nothing to buy uh, like high eight tapes? Yeah. So he just shot so much on video for a while. Um, that's why that movie is like three hours long. Um, problem is, it looks terrible, but that like, <laughs> became a thing with that movie, it's supposed to look that way. When it was released on DVD, yeah, it still looked kind of shitty because it's DVD. Yeah. Um, you couldn't really do much with it. But then it was released on Blu-ray, and a lot of people were were disappointed in the Blu-ray because, yeah, it, first of all, it's, it's it's hard to like remaster 
video. It looks sure. weird. Yes. Um, and also they like they 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 changed the color s- setting, the color scheme of the movie. Why? Um, yeah, just to make like pictures clear and everything. They were trying to make make it look better, but that's not the point. It's supposed to no. look like Inland Empire. Exactly. <laughs> So they recently released it on 4K, and the whole trailer is just showing, like, this is the old bad Blu-ray, this is the original film, and this is the 4K cut of it. And how they actually, the 4K version, in a way, looks worse than the Blu-ray, but it looks more like the original version of the movie. It's more true to the original source, yeah. That's how you have to remaster a movie. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. They should have... They should have darkened some of the scenes because yeah. when when the alien is too clear, is that's not as because that's the issue I had this time. It wasn't as scary because like I was like I can see too much of the alien. This yeah. isn't this isn't right. I shouldn't be able to see all of this because I'm not scared of it when I can see like the entire torso and I'm just about to see like the the shining of the head basically. Yeah, 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 exactly. It's ruining the experience and it it yeah. bothered me. Nothing against the movie itself. Mostly, it's towards Disney. So fuck yeah. them. <laughs> and also, as someone who who works who works in in and sells electronics, including TVs, that's why it's important to calibrate your TV, people. Well, I watch it on a uh, monitor, my my computer monitor. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, you but can the shittier one. Shittier <laughs> <laughs> um, one. So the lighting yeah. is bad on that one. <laughs> It's not just some kind of cheap upsell. If if the salesman says you should calibrate your TV, that means you should. Same as you can change uh, settings on TVs. You can use the the vid the movie setting instead of the sports setting because you might have different lightings. Yeah, that too. And sounds. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to mention that I, I I feel like Disney fucked it over a bit. Yeah. Um, and I have a random question because it's been nagging me. Hmm. I have to ask, is the the cat in Marvel, the Marvel movies, the, the orange cat that is like oh, an alien, is that a reference to Jones, the cat in Alien? I or don't is know, it, is it, is it is called? It, You're talking about the Captain Marvel cats, right? Or is the yeah. cat in War movies? No, 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 well, it, it might be in like a, a post-credit scene somewhere, I don't know. Okay, yeah, because I, I, I won't see you in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, the cat that eats Samuel L. Jackson's face. Yeah. I don't know, maybe? Because it's an orange cat, and it's a space cat, and it's it's an alien cat. It just kept bugging me. I don't know why. I just have to ask if you knew it. But you I don't, don't, I don't so. know of it, but that would make that would make sense. Right? Uh, yeah. Because it's, yeah, it's a space movie, and I mean, they like Easter eggs. Exactly. And I mean, at that point, they had bought 20th Century Fox, and maybe they just want to put that in there, like, extra rub it in your nose, rub it in your face, I mean. Could I don't be. know. what. <laughs> Could also be, I don't know, maybe the cat was in the comic books. I have no clue. I have no idea, but I'm going to look it up. <laughs> because it, the cat in general, and I, I have two cats, as you might know by now. Yes. I'm, I'm both a cat and dog person. I'm not going to say I'm a cat person. But I thought, thought the cat in Alien was fucking stupid to save. <laughs> Leave the cat. Just, yeah, I just know. get on with it. You have es- a, especially a, an alien killing people. Just leave it. When the ship is about to explode, she's like, oh no, Jonesy. I'm like, no. No. Just leave. Like I, I kind of get it specifically when she's alone because it's like it's 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 contact, it's it's emotional support in a way. Yeah. But I mean But at the same was... time, you're like, fuck's sake, just run. 
she she was almost exploded because she had to go back to get the cat. Yeah. Um, that is that is a bit of a flaw. It does create a lot of tension, but sure. it's tension over a cat. Yeah, it, it adds it adds one kill specifically. It adds like two scares, I think, and then the whole tension in the end. But it's a fucking cat. Yeah. Can cats even survive cryo? Like. <laughs> yeah, especially since that cryo chamber is just made for one person. Exactly. Maybe they just both aged a little more than they should have. <laughs> they know. didn't sleep as deep. No, exactly. <laughs> um, just just quickly. Like uh, uh, doing a, a word search for cat in the Captain Marvel trivia. Um, first of all, the cat is called Goose in Captain Marvel. Right, right, right. Um, and in the comics, Captain Marvel's cat is a thing. Sure. It was though called it was called uh, Chewy after Chewbacca. Oh. Um, and in the movie, it's called uh, Goose after the character Goose from Top Gun. Oh. Because they're fighter pilots. Sure. So it's it's but Rooster's there's nothing dad. about it being. Uh... Um, it's played by four different cat actors. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope see. so. But that's not uh, cat, cat, cat. Now it's just. I mean, it's not very important, catching. but I'm just. I cat was just woman. curious. Uh. Aha! Wait. No, sorry. It was uh, it was said. I said, so, ah, cat, alien cat. It said, but it said Samuel L. Jackson actually improvised the line "Mother Flurkin" when Nick Fury's eye gets scratched by the alien cat. It's a pun on the actor's favorite word, "motherfucker." Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, no, there's, no, there's, there's no connection there really. About it. Well then, no. Never yeah. mind my weird tangent about the cats. I suppose. Yeah, but hey, you you noticed it, so that it should have been an Easter egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, is there? Where where are we in time? You're forty. Just, forty minutes in already. Okay, it's pretty good. Um, <laughs> I don't know what else to say about it. Like. No, I, I I was gonna ask like, is there something you dislike about the movie? But we we sort of no, talked about the couple. I of don't really. Flaws. Yeah, I don't really dislike anything except for the fact that watching it now on better screens and and with the uh, remastered versions, it, yeah. it's ruining the the effects definitely. Yes. But I don't blame the film for that. I blame no. the future, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was looking. I because I have my Blu-ray collection of it still, which is a wonderful Blu-ray collection. It has so much extra extra stuff on there. It's basically the same stuff that was on the Alien Quadrology DVD box, which was cooler looking, but now with better picture. Um, but I did own it on DVD, the like collector's DVD. I had that and the third one, I think. And I would love to watch it on DVD again, just to get that super gritty feeling again. Because yeah. even though there is still there is still a lot of like dirt in the picture, and I mean it's not completely cleaned up, but like you said, you, there's still stuff that like they have cleaned up too much. Yeah, there's too um, much light. There's too much. You know what? There's actually one thing that bothers me with the movie. I just realized. <gasps> uh, well, it's it's a tiny thing. It's their fucking outfits, specifically their underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so stupid. I don't. Yeah, that's it. something you can criticize it for. The the end where the, the the gratuitous panty shots of Sigourney Weaver. Like those panties were too small. Like yeah, 
Why like, was half her ass out? It doesn't yeah, make sense. How is that really... practical for spy- space travel? Spice travel? It's space, space travel. travel. <laughs> hey, spice travel, that's what they do in Dune. <laughs> yeah, that's hey. true. Anyway. And even like the, the, the guys having these like diaper-esque um, thingies when they wake up. But that might be, hey. That, that might, might be, be actual diapers. diapers. Yeah, but then they... also, um, uh, John Hurt's character, when he has been attacked, Kane, when he's been attacked by oh. the facehugger and he wakes up, the, he looks like he's wearing a fucking corset. Yeah. Because there's these know. lacing things and then there's this lacing on the back of their, their, their uh, uh, jumpsuits. It's weird. Yeah. The clothes design like... is very strange. Little, little little details that are like well it's a futuristic jumpsuit so it's uh it's more tight fitting in the and you can adjust it because section yeah <laughs> I don't know. it's so weird it's just strange I guess like you said it's style choice obviously but the costume department you eh you went a bit too far with that <laughs> <laughs> that's another thing though um that I think you know the, the talking about like how it just it's a it's very grounded and very normal. The fact that, other than those little details, they all just wear regular clothes in space. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no silver jumpsuits. No. Um, even their, like, spacesuits basically look like a regular uh, spacesuit. Space suit. Yeah. yeah. Astronaut suit. Yeah. Just that it has more, like, blinking lights and uh, it's gray instead of white. That's sure. The difference. But even though the one she wears in the end is l- almost literally a real spacesuit. Yeah. Because it's white, you know? Um... Ah, that's, that's, that's it's beautiful. yeah the, the the it's the fashion is is um the fashion the costume yeah costumes are um there's a word but I can't think of it they, they've matched this the the vibe because they're just truckers basically yeah they all look just like truckers or mechanics yeah but then they have these weird lace up details <laughs> 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 whenever they put on the jumpsuits like, yeah. yeah okay sure. I mean, she's walking around like Converse. Yeah, I know. That's so cool. They all have like <laughs> sneakers on. Yeah. <laughs> but I think awesome. it's uh, I think it's uh, Lambert has like a band T-shirt or something at one point. Uh huh. Yeah. Or if it's a baseball T-shirt. Something and Brett like that. with his trucker hat, Parker yeah. with his bandana. It's all. It's so. And those are those are the little details which you ma- ma- as regular. If you don't like look at it with critical eye, you don't notice. But your brain does, and that's why it feels more realistic. Because that's why it doesn't just... feel like an alien space movie. It feels yeah. like a horror film. Yeah, which we said uh, in the beginning of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's ah, it's so good. It's so smart, and yeah, a lot of movies haven't really done that after this as well. Nope. Like, sure, we've had like more realistic sci-fi movies, but not not much. Not like this. No, it's this is We've so had a lot, very a lot of video games. Yeah, that are um, contained space exploration. Um, we also have the shiny ones, of course, but where it's gritty and there's like you're in a ship. I'm thinking of Dead Space specifically. Yes, I was gonna say that specifically Dead Space, which takes a lot of inspiration, of course, Obviously. from Alien. Obviously, but then also from another movie, which in turn took its inspiration from Alien: Event Horizon. Uh, yes, which is exactly. another very like gritty kind of truckers in space kind of movie have you seen that one uh yes but it's been ages okay because that's another great one that's a movie that should have been a classic but there's just little things in it that prevents it and also that it bombed in the box office kind of ruined it so it's more of a cult classic but i love that movie 
Or Either am way. I mixing them up? Event Horizon. That's the Sam Neill and uh, Lawrence Fishburne. It's a ship that has, you know, they 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 made faster than light travel, but it ended up in hell. Yeah, no, that's yeah, I've seen that one. Yeah, I love that movie. Uh, Someone and, or something aboard. Yeah, and it's got and a that, score of thirty-five. What the fuck? Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, there there are definitely things in that movie that ruins it, but overall, it's a great movie. Aliens Metascore of eighty-nine, though, I can agree with. Alien. Yeah, alien. Sorry, but a- yeah. yeah, alien. Oh, a nine. Oh, yes. I was say alien as in alien. Aliens score, not aliens. The movie. <laughs> aliens. Is, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, 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 I have given this a a not on. No, I have on uh, letterbox as well. Uh, it's one of those I just I just gave a score without watching it. Um, but yeah, it's a perfect ten for me. I guess it's technically a nine because there are flaws in it, and really there aren't. There really aren't any 10 out of 10s. I mean, there are. Because there are no perfect movies, but this well, is as I'm, close as you I'm can get. Well, I'm very liberal with my 10 out of 10s, so yeah. I could give this a 10 out of 10, literally. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've given out plenty of 10 out of 10s, but I mean, there aren't really no perfect movies. But this is as close as you can get, I would say. This, together with, uh, yeah, imagine it, Exorcist and Chain- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, it's about as close as you can get to perfect as a movie. Um, and there are other... Other other ones as well. Recently, we had the Northman. I would say that is as close as you can get to a perfect movie. At I least mean, I me. have I have in 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 since we started do well since I started my letterboxed, which is like what a year and a half ago, two years ago, maybe yeah. I have nine five stars already. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and all of them are more or less new movies. Didn't didn't you give? Uh, the Lost City of five. Oh yes, five? yes. Sorry, it's five out of five. That's for me. ridiculous, Rick. <laughs> but I did also give Maverick five out of five. That's true. Kid that Detective. Five five, Last Night in Soho. Okay, so a lot of movies I give like four and four and a half. So you actually uh, go five. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm. I'm yeah. <laughs> so I would probably give this a five out of five actually because. Oh yeah. The more I yeah. think about it, I love the setting so much. Yeah. It, elevates everything because horror films in general are fantastic they're interesting enough i love the whole space stuff as well but then having it a contained space but you're still in space yeah so you're you're oh it's fantastic <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's halloween it's, in space but contained to like two rooms yeah not an entire town but that, just that the thought of just outside of that ship. However, the ship is ginormous, but they're not on all of it. No, because the the big ship you see in the beginning, the Nostromo, most of that is just um, cargo, right? Cargo, yeah. The th- the thing they land with on the planet, that's the only thing they really walk around in in the action, you know, in the movie. Yeah, it's like a detachable piece, and then when uh, Ridley detaches another piece, she detaches a smaller piece as well. Yeah, that's the, the, the little piece. escape shuttle. Yeah, that's the one yeah. that Dallas is sitting in when he's listening to music. When Ash calls him, right. and says, "You better come check up on Kane," and you know when the right. chest yeah. or the face is released. Um, yeah, the rest is just containers full of ore or whatever it is that they're hauling through space. Yeah. Um, so it makes sense that they wouldn't go in there because there's nothing there. Yeah, there's no point in doing that. They don't even have to like secure the cargo because they've already done that. Obviously, it's secured <laughs> enough for space travel space for them travel. sleeping for however long. <laughs> yeah. So why um, would they need to check it when they wake up? No. Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you, do you, it's kind of funny. We've been talking for almost an hour now. Do you know we haven't really discussed much? No. We talked about costumes and everything. We haven't talked about the alien that much. Oh, but it's because the alien is just its just scary. That's it. It's just there to be scary. Yeah, but I'm thinking more like the design of the alien. Oh, but the design is fantastic. Oh. <laughs> yes. H.R. Uh, Geiger, right? H.R. Geiger. Giger, I suppose. Beautiful. Genius. Uh, I but mean, there's like one difference to his original design, if I don't remember it incorrectly. Like he had eyes or something attached to it. There might have been some of that. I know they approached him to do some like uh, rework the design for Alien Three, where they like oh. we want to we wanted like a different kind of alien, one that has gestated in an animal, and maybe make it like a little bit bigger. Um, you know. Maybe not a queen, but you know something bigger than the regular alien. Right. He he went nuts, and he went for this like it was supposed to be like um because his 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 imagery is very like it's like it's like you know it's um it's it's horror and erotica at the same time. It's a lot of like phallic symbols, and there's a lot of like you know sex in it. Like hence the fucking head. <laughs> yes, that too. Yeah, but then it's yeah it's mixed with like all the this like. Uh, like the like the like like wires and tubes and flesh. It's this. Yeah. It's this. You know this this corruption of 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 humanity, and then adding like a sexual element to it just to confuse you even further. It's amazing. Um, and then then he yeah, he get like yeah, free reigns to design the monster. They went to this crazy Austrian guy who 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 who's, who who uh, at an art showing when they were like talking to him about about designing the. Asked like, "Hey, would you like some opium?" They're like, "No, no, no, thank you." So why do you Why do you take that? <laughs> oh, because my creations scare me. Like, you don't let a guy like that design your Hollywood monster movie monster. Well, if you want the but monster to scare people, yeah, you might. And that's and that's why it's one of the best like monster movie monsters of all time. Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, it is probably the most the best monster ever. I cannot yeah. think of a better design monster. Design-wise, yes, design-wise. Yeah. I would say my favorite movie monster is probably... Just in general, I think it's probably the original Godzilla. That's just because of what it represents and how exactly. big it is and everything. Yeah, but yeah. design-wise... Design-wise, oh, yeah. oh my god. Xenomorph, the alien, oh my god. Xenomorph. <sighs> yes. When does the name Xenomorph appear? Because it's not in the first one. No, um, a lot of, a, that's kind of funny, because a lot of the, like, a lot of the more, like, expanded lore about the, the alien and the name, the xenomorph and everything like that, um, the fact that we know that it actually, like, collects humans and doesn't just kill them. Oh, um, right. A lot of it comes from the sequel, Aliens. Right. <sighs> because, yeah, that movie is terrible, and that's I know that's a very unpopular uh, opinion. I think that movie is absolutely terrible. Um, it ruins it ruins what makes the first one scary. First of all, because it's not scary; it's an action movie. Yes. Um, uh, and it it reduces this 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 super scary like yeah like I said cosmically horror monster down to just like cannon fodder because they have like hundreds of them. And the the Marines just mow them down with their pulse rifles. Yeah. And I'm like, but even even if like even one of those should be a formidable foe, even if even if you have a gun. I get it that they're like trained soldiers and everything, but they shouldn't just be mowing them down like they're you know, like they're like cattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Like they see they're the CGI uh, goons from a Marvel movie. That's basically what they are in the Aliens movie. Yeah, that's true. And I hate that. And it also adds a lot of stuff. Like the Queen, I never liked the Queen. But you're getting ahead of yourself. We're talking I know, about I know, this I know, in I know, another I know. episode. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We're gonna. I want to go back to the things. the fact you mentioned that H. R. Geiger's design is very sexual. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how when they were talking about uh, apparently according to trivia here. Uh, during early development, when they were talking about um, how the alien would get on board the ship, Shusset? Mm. Uh, Shusset? I don't know how you say that now. Shusset. Shusset came up with the idea that the alien fucks one of them, <laughs> <laughs> which developed I mean, into the face hugger, which yeah, it practically does. That's basically it. I mean, it deep throats him. Yeah. And shoots its seed down his throat. Yeah. And then yeah. dies. And then this little penis thing comes out of his uh, chest. Yeah. It's all very, like I said, very phallic, very sexual. Yeah. Just to further confuse you and go like, "Ooh, I'm, this is super disgusting," but also kind of turned on, which yeah. adds to the the yeah this this the the uneasiness of the, of the of everything. The the method of reproduction via implantation was deliberately intended to invoke images of male rape and impregnation. Yeah. yeah. So both writers were both writers were adamant on that the face hugger victim would be a man because they wanted to like. Avoid the cliche of women being yeah. uh, assaulted, of course, and then also because they wanted to make the males feel extra, extra icky, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, I mean, it helps that it it it's even further um, strengthens the female role in this because Sigourney Weaver is the ultimate hero in the end. Yeah, that's also something that's very interesting, which we which we yeah, that's just why we. We should we should structure our conversations because no. we should have talked about this before. But also, no, it's just a candid conversation. Yes. When the movie starts, you have no idea who's the actual like star. No. No idea. First of all, none of them were like well, I mean, you had several established actors. Like Yafet Koto had had been in big movies before this. He was a fucking Bond villain before this. Oh um yeah, in Live and Let Die, like a couple of years earlier or something. Um, and of course you had Tom Skerritt and everything. Um, but none of them were like big Hollywood superstars. I mean, Sigourney Weaver had mainly done <clears throat> stage work before this. Apparently so the movie it was starts, between her and, and Meryl Streep. To play yeah, Ridley. yeah. And then they went with a less known actress, you know, because yeah. Meryl Streep had, had been in uh, Deer Hunter and stuff before this. Oh, yeah. Um, so when the movie starts, you're like... You, you you can't immediately say, ah, look, there's the A-list celebrity. That's who's going to survive. Exactly. You're looking at everyone and like, yeah, so maybe it's the captain then because he's the captain. And I mean, he's the, he's the, I guess he's the most, you know, quote unquote. Manly man. Alpha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, But then he's the second guy to die. And yeah. then you're like, okay, so who who's going to survive this? Once again, adds to that, like, we don't know! We don't know! They because do we establish... We don't have John Wayne in the movie. We know he's going to survive the whole movie. You know? They establish a tiny bit of, like, a, at least... Uh, of like, okay, so she's going to be our main because she is now in charge. Sure. Because she's third in command. But, I mean, they still so killed when, um, guy who's first in command, so... Sure. No, yeah, that's true. They kill the second in command first, and then they kill the first in command. <laughs> For a while, it feels. I mean, when you when you've watched it as much as I have, you definitely can tell that you know they they give Sigourney Weaver 
more of the good scenes, um, and uh, uh, Veronica Cartwright doesn't have as much dialogue as she does. Exactly. Uh, you know, stuff like that. I mean, uh, uh, it's obvious when you look at it specifically yes. for that. But the first time you watch it, you have no idea. If you don't know, if you don't know, which you didn't, if, if you watched it back in the seventies, you don't know who Ellen Ripley is because she's not a she's not a you know a, a, a cult favorite yet from all the other movies. Like she's just she's just Ripley from Alien. Yeah, no, sorry. No, Never you were, you you looked at me. So I was crazy. You're like, huh? <laughs> I looked, I looked behind myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Through um, the camera. Yeah. So that's that's also something that's 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 such a. It once again it adds to us not not being sure of anything in this movie. Like Ripley we have no idea who's going to survive. She must also be like one of the first, like female heroes like this the first one i can think of wait when was terminator that was 84 so that's after right so that's after because the two like big ones older ones that i can think of is ripley and um um, connor what's her name sarah connor sarah connor um yeah but but, like the 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 badass women i can think of you had laurie strode before that in halloween But but she's not a hero in that sense just more of a survivor. But yeah. I mean, Ripley isn't much of a hero in this one. She's mainly just running away. She becomes a badass hero in the second one because she's a, she's an actor. Yeah, that's that true. One. That's true. Maybe that's um, why I'm thinking of her that way. Yeah. yeah, that's what you see. The fucking aliens movie. It infects everything. It ruins everything. <laughs> we'll get to Before that. we did this episode, I asked you. You asked me if I'd seen the movies, and I was like, "Yeah, I've seen them, but I do get them mixed up because you know, there's the one with the girl, and there's the one with the cat." Yeah. And like I, yeah, and I, I don't know if different you knew, movies. <laughs> I don't know if you knew what I thought of it before this, but now I guess I kind of ruined it because yeah, I want you to watch it to see what you think of it, so we can, e- so I can either go yes, that's good, Rebecca, or I can you say no, you're wrong. <laughs> as a as a segue into the next episode, which will definitely be about aliens. Yeah, I can tell you that I remember enjoying it, but yeah. I haven't seen it in over ten years, so yeah, we'll and, see. Uh, I can't really. Like disparage anyone for liking it, cause except for it ruining the original. the thing, but Alien the, ruining the original. It's it's a competently made and very entertaining action movie. Yeah, it's just unfortunate that it's on, uh, it's at the cost of ruining one of the best horror movies ever made. That's the thing. But but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to that. To that. Sorry. Because maybe when we're talking about it, we can dissect. Yes, let's. <laughs> so I think we should leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, we could keep talking. Actually, the, even though this is a good movie, which usually makes it hard for us to talk about it, <laughs> yeah. I could go on about this. But yeah, we sure. should leave it at that. It's been an hour, sort of. Um, uh, and yeah. Uh, We're segueing this episode into the, the patron episode, so please check out the patron episode. Yes. Is that going to be movie. Aliens? Yes, it is. Okay, so we're doing that. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so if you want to listen to me my mainly shitting on one of the most beloved movies of all time, Aliens, check us out on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Because I can literally just hate on everything in that movie. <laughs> well, so check that we'll out. See how the discussion goes. Yeah. But other than that, thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, please uh, rank... All the Alien movies. That's inc- that includes Prometheus, Alien Covenant, and the AVP movies. 
In the comments, um, you mean? In the comments, yes. If you're if you're listening to this on YouTube, uh, leave a com leave a comment with your ranking of all the Alien movies. Yeah. Other than that, check us out on Twitter at uh, 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 underscore. Damn it! Underscore. Uh, spoiler. Spoilercast. The, the spoilercast. Jesus Christ! Yeah. I can't speak. I mean, if you're listening just to any other platform on YouTube, you can just tweet us your ranking. Obviously. Exactly. I was going to say on Twitter. Yeah. Um. Or if you're a patron. Patreon.com says don't make a scene. Leave your ranking there. We want to see rankings because we're going to do, in the future at least, we're going to do um, a ranking of all the movies. And if you're not on Twitter like me, uh, you can rank it on the Insta post. Yes. Uh, at the Spoilercaster as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. it's at We've the Spoilercast underscore on Twitter. Right. There is a link tree. Everything <laughs> Everywhere. <is in> yeah. <laughs> um, so check us out there. And once again, thank you so much for listening. And yeah, keep a lookout for the next episode. Next free episode, then I guess it's going to be number three. Uh, might be, might be. Yeah. We do have some other things in the pipeline. Oh, that's true. That's true. But until then, have a good one. Bye. Bye. The spoiler cast is part of Please Don't Make a Scene. It is produced and directed by Tobias Vedin and hosted by Tobias and Rebecca Vedin. Executive producer is Annika Vedin and Laura Kinney. I also want to give a huge shout out to all our patrons over on patreon.com slash don't make a scene. Mom, Dad, Laura Kinney, Danny Del Gaiso, and Mac and Mom.